Hi there, and welcome to Revitalize the Everyday Audio Bible with me, your host, Lulu Lincoln. Today we are talking about dreaming bigger, and we will be reading from Genesis 42. So we have been documenting the the life of um, Joseph and how um, his dreams were established in him as a young man. Um, his dreams were were stolen and um, his opportunities were taken away from him because his brothers hated him and cast him, you know, into slavery. He was then accused by his master's wife of, of rape um, and was sent to prison on um, false accusations. His dream catchers forgot about him. And then we spoke about dreams being re-established. So this dream catcher, the person who was integral to Joseph's promotion, um, remembered Joseph and Joseph was able to be promoted to a position of authority and status across Egypt. So today we'll be talking about dreaming bigger. Now I want you to think of something incredible that you think is impossible and I challenge you to put that before God because if it really is from God, if it truly is from the Lord, then he will surely do it. Let's pray. Father, what a day to be alive. What a day to be called daughters and sons of the Most High. Um, I I don't understand how um, your goodness just never ends. It still blows my mind. And I wonder, I wake up and I think, I wonder what the Lord will do today. And you actually, every single time, blow me out of the water because you're perfect. And there's no variation in you. Hallelujah. So I ask you, through the power of the Holy Spirit, would you indeed help me to um, not just to inspire people but to um, propagate change so that as people hear the word they are transformed into your likeness but then they walk in their purpose their passion and their mission father you are are so kind and there is nothing that's too hard for you and so I ask you today that you would um, you would help me to honour you, honour your word, speak accurately, divide up the word of truth correctly and effectively so that people's lives would be changed for the better. Um, None of me, Holy Spirit, and all of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's read the words. Genesis 42. Now when Jacob learned that there was food in Egypt, he said to his sons, why do you sit around here and look at one another? I've heard there is food in Egypt. Go down there and buy some so we can survive and not starve to death. Ten of Joseph's brothers went down to Egypt to get food. Jacob didn't send Joseph's brother Benjamin with them. He was afraid that something bad might happen to him. So Israel's sons joined everyone else that was going to Egypt to buy food for Canaan. Canaan too was hit hard by the famine. Joseph was running the country. He was the one who gave out rations to all the people. When Joseph's brothers arrived, they treated him with honour, bowing to him. Joseph recognised them immediately, but treated them as strangers and spoke roughly to them. He said, where do you come from? From Canaan, they said, we've come to buy food. Joseph knew who they were, but they didn't know who he was. Joseph, remembering the dreams he had dreamed of them, said, you're spies, you've come to look for our weak spots. No, master, they said, we've only come to buy food. We're all the sons of the same man. We're honest men. We'd never think of spying. He said, no, you're spies. You've come to look for our weak spots. They said, there were 12 of us 
brothers, son of the same father in the country of Canaan. The youngest is with our father and one is no more. But Joseph said, it's just as I said, you're spies and this is how I'll test you. As Pharaoh lives, you're not going to leave this place until your younger brother comes here. Send one of you to get your brother while the rest of you stay here in jail. We'll see if you're telling the truth or not. As Pharaoh lives, I say you're spies. Then he threw them into jail for three days. And on the third day, Joseph spoke to them. Do this and you'll live. I'm a God-fearing man. If you're as honest as you say you are, one of your brothers will stay here in jail while the rest of you take food back to your hungry families. But you have to bring your youngest brother back to me, confirming the truth of your speech and not one of you will die. They agreed. Then they started talking among themselves. Now we're paying for what we did to our brother. We saw how terrified he was when he was begging us for mercy. Ah, And we wouldn't listen to him and now we're the ones in trouble. Reuben broke in. Didn't I tell you, don't hurt the boy. But no, you wouldn't listen. And now we're paying for his murder. Joseph had been using an interpreter. So they didn't know that Joseph was understanding every word. Joseph turned away from them and cried. <laughs> and when he was able to speak again, he took Simeon and had him tied up, making a prisoner of him while they all watched. Then Joseph ordered that their sacks be filled with grain, that their money be put back in each sack and that they be given rations for the road. That was all done for them. They loaded their food supplies on their donkeys and set off. When they stopped for the night, one of them opened his sack to get food for his donkey. There at the mouth of his bag was his money. He called out to his brothers, my money has been returned. It's here in my bag. They were puzzled and frightened. What's God going to do to us? And when they got back to their father, Jacob, back in the land, they told him everything that had happened. The man who runs the country spoke to us roughly and accused us of being spies. And we told him we are honest men and in no way spies. There were 12 of us, sons of one father. One is gone and the youngest is with our father in Canaan. But the master said, leave one of your brothers with me. Take food for your starving families and go. Bring your youngest brother back to me, proving that you're honest men and not spies. And then I'll give your brother back to you and you'll be free to come and go in this country. As they were emptying their food sacks, each man came on his purse of money. On seeing their money, they and their father were upset. Their father said to him, you're taking everything I've got. Joseph's gone, Simeon's gone, and now you want to take Benjamin. If you have your way, I'll be left with nothing. Reuben spoke up. I'll put my two sons in your hands as hostages. If I don't bring Benjamin back, you can kill them. Trust me with Benjamin. I'll bring him back. But Jacob refused. My son will not go down with you. His brother is dead and he is all I have left. If something bad happens to him on the road, you'll put my grey sorrowing head in the grave. This is the word of the Lord. Now I'd like to draw your attention to a couple of things. So um, initially we were talking about the parallels and comparisons between Joseph and Jesus. So character-wise, Jesus is completely perfect, knew no sin, committed no sin, was not born into sin. Um, but in terms of the position of status and authority, second in command, preeminence in the land, Jesus has all authority under heaven and earth given to him by our Father in heaven. Joseph likewise was given authority and power by Pharaoh, who was the king. Now, Joseph, because his heart was broken and because of bitterness, he actually repaid evil for evil, whereas Jesus never once repaid us for the damage we did to creation and to God's earth and to each other 
and the way we rebelled against God, if we had to pay for our sins, there are not enough light years in time to pay for the sins that we've committed against God because nothing can satisfy the wrath of God apart from the blood of Jesus Christ. And so Jesus did not repay us evil with evil. He instead repaid us good for the evil that we had done But Joseph repaid his brothers evil for evil because of how angry he was for what he did. Because let me make two points. The first thing is, Joseph was right, but he didn't go about his visions in the right way. And so now as his brothers approached him, they did bow down. As he he saw in his dream when he was a teenager. But because of his hurt and his anger, he responded roughly. It says, the word says he spoke to them roughly. Um, He pretended he didn't know them. He disowned them. And my encouragement to you is that as you dream bigger, ask the Lord to show you where you have dealt with people roughly because of how they treated you. Now, you forgiving them does not make what they did okay, but it does release you from that prison because Joseph was still imprisoned in his heart because of what his brothers did to him. And that pain can actually lead us to do things we shouldn't do. Now, I'm saying this from experience. I've walked in hatred and bitterness and anger and that has caused me to do absolutely vile things and the Lord had to set me free from that that prison. And so um, the point I'm making is that Christ does not repay us evil for evil so we should not repay others evil for evil. We should take Christ's example in this and not Joseph's example and repay um, evil with good. Pray for people that spitefully use you Pray for people who are unkind to you. Pray for people that despise you. This is what the Lord Jesus has encouraged us to do. The second thing I want to draw your attention to is that his brothers were in prison for three three days. Jonah was in the whale for three days. The Lord Jesus was in the tomb for three days. And at the end of those three days, he resurrected and he showed himself bodily, in flesh, no blood, (laughs) in flesh, um, to prove that what he said was true. And now as we work through Genesis, you will find out, not today, it will be on Monday now, exactly what happened when Joseph reconciled with his brothers. But when I'm saying dream bigger, I'm asking you to ask God to do the impossible in your life. Because I don't think for a moment that when Joseph shared that dream with his brothers, saying, you bow down to me, father will bow down to me, I don't think he knew the magnitude of what God was going to do in his life. And I'm saying to you today that you may be um, a bitter brother (laughs) in prison or sister. You may be Joseph in a position of, you know, authority and status and seeking revenge on people that have hurt you. You may be more like Christ than I am and walking in forgiveness and humility and honour. But I'm asking you to dream big. Hold God at his word. Look at what the Lord did through Jesus Christ death and how many people have come to faith because of because of Christ now there never needs to be another sacrifice again because that sacrifice satisfies God's um, anger um, and judgment for all time but God is looking for people in this generation who will do the things that he wants to be done on the earth and let me tell you something my darling you are one of them and so I'm encouraging you today to dream big Dream beyond your immediate circumstance. Dream beyond your family, your lineage. Dream beyond parents, your parenthood. Dream beyond your financial status. Dream, dream beyond um, being single. Dream beyond 
um, being able to increase your family, dream beyond your business, because that, in that place, in between reality and then the supernatural world, where the, where the things of God operate, the Lord is with you and he's able to bring those things to pass. Now, I'm a testimony of this. I can testify to this. Remember I said to you at the beginning of the week, I'm still believing God for some impossible things. But I feel like if I wait until those things happen before I break forth in praise and teach the word, I will be doing God a disservice and I'll be dishonouring God because it's as if he's done nothing for me when he's done so much. So as I encourage you to dream big today, I'm also asking you to forgive people that have hurt you and do not repay evil for evil but walk like christ be in that mind that christ was in where he did not consider his divinity as something to be grasped but he learned obedience he lowered himself to mankind so he could save us i'm asking you <laughs> to lower your standards and when i say lower your standards i'm not saying you know, i'm not talking about your integrity or your character i'm saying lower yourself in such a way that you can forgive people as if they've done nothing to you make yourself a fool for christ because as you do that i promise you i promise you with everything in me that those promises of the lord and those dreams of the lord will start to come to pass now it might not all be in one day but without you know taking too much time i had three issues this week that god has resolved in three days and i don't doubt for a minute that that resonates with the three days Joseph's brothers were in prison, the three days Jonah was in the whale, and the three days the Lord Jesus Christ was in the tomb. Now let me tell you something. On all those instances, the Lord Jesus came out of the tomb, resurrected as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Jonah came out of the whale, a type of resurrection, because he then went and did what the Lord asked him to do. Joseph's brothers came out of prison. They will. They will come out of prison and they will realise what they did was wrong and they'll be able to honour Joseph for who he truly is. So I'm saying to you, as this three days is up, next week we'll be looking at something slightly different. I urge you to dream of those big things because that is where your faith will work. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, there's nothing that I have that you have not given to me. And there's nothing that has been done to me which is worse than what I've done to you. And I wholeheartedly declare that forgiveness is non-negotiable. In fact, it's crucial because you said if we do not forgive others, you will not forgive us. Imagine that. So I ask you today to give us grace to forgive those that have hurt us and give them grace, those people that we have hurt, to forgive us for the things we've done wrong. In your mercy, Father, and in your your faithfulness daily to us, would you help by the power of the Holy Spirit, not just to dream big. I don't want to puff people's emotions up. I want to see transformation through the power of the Holy Spirit and the word of God. So I ask you, as you've been so gentle to me and so kind to me and so loving to me, would you help those who are listening to walk in their God-given authority and to forgive their assailants and to dream bigger than their immediate circumstances, that the single people would be happily married with many children, that the barren woman would have a house full of children, that the, the poor would become wealthy and that the sick would be healed, the blind will see and that the lame will walk. 
you said to me, who do you say I am? And I say to you that you are the Christ, the one whom that God has sent. So have your way um, in me (laughs) and help me not to be disqualified from this prize. But also bless those who listen and those who share. Bless those who are grieving. Bless those who are happy and fortunate. Bless those who are feeling lonely. Have your way in those that do not know you yet. And strengthen and stretch the ones that do. That we could finish the work that you gave us to do. Doing impossible things in this season and in this time on your earth before you come. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and giving me and forgiving me of my sin, so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made, and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much, Naya <laughs> and Jaden. Now, if that was your first time praying the prayer of salvation, we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. It's the best decision that you'll ever make. And um, (laughs) I would like to encourage you to join your local church online, read your Bible every single day, listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord. And just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued. And you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye.